All right. This is Big Trouble in Apartment 18. Episode 3. Yep. We're going to be talking about Rise of Skywalker. I'm Jeremy. And I am Tony. And this is the third... Um, the third installment of, the th- of our reviews of the Disney sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Today we're going to be talking about episode 9. Uh, I think we're going to start off with a spoiler-free review. It's probably the best. Um, let's, let's, just, let's just talk about the um, hype building up to this movie. Like, Were you, were you excited? Were, did you have <clears throat> good... Did you think that it, think that it might this might be a good movie? Um, at first, yeah, I had hope. Um, I had hope because also I didn't really know much of like the the leaks of how bad things were backstage, um, at least not at that point. So for me, I had a lot of hope because I liked the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see where the story was going to go, especially with Palpatine at the end of the first trailer. It was it was an excited twist, but boy, yeah, I remember when they dropped that trailer. For the um, the first trailer for Rise of Skywalker, and you hear Palpatine laugh at the end. That I will be honest, I was I kind of freaked out a little bit. I was like, "Whoa!" Like what? It got me. It got me pumped. Yep. Because I was like, "How are they gonna do this?" Like, "Whoa! This is crazy." We never, you know, you never would think that. Oh, you, you know, they're gonna bring Palpatine back. Um, it seems so out of left field. Yeah, and. Um, so I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, same. I think that my, I had some high hopes for this movie, especially because I am a fan of Last Jedi. That I thought, you know, hey, maybe, um, it this, you know, it, it'll be good. I did worry. I will be honest. I did worry that they were gonna try to fix all the what people thought were fuck ups in Last Jedi, and try to kind of. I did worry about that. It's kind of like damage control. Yeah. Um. But I, 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 but you know, I was like, nah. You know, I think they'll just they're gonna have to just go for it. You know. You know, I will say Disney is king. There's no one else even close to marketing when it comes to Disney, because the merchandise, everything before the movie came out. I remember going to Comic Con that you know that year, 2019 Comic Con. And the Star Wars display, the big thing was like they had all the different Stormtrooper armors. And they had the Sith Trooper. The Sith Trooper. I was so hyped on the Sith Trooper. Like, it wasn't even funny. And looking back now, it's kind of comical because I think they're badass, but they were just, yeah, there's nothing special about them. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, the promotion for all, I think, all three Star Wars films were good. Um, it definitely got you, me pumped, and the, the trailers are always really exciting and cl- leave you on a cliffhanger, you know. Um, so I did have good hopes going into Rise of Skywalker. Um, man, I guess we'll just get into this from the very beginning of the movie. Um, the opening crawl, the opening crawl. What were your thoughts on the opening crawl? Um, this is the last of the Skywalker saga opening crawls. So what were your thoughts? The first, the first words of that crawl were I knew we were in trouble I just I when I read it I was like what when it, the where it says the dead speaks I was like oh no <laughs> like and I don't really know why I just had a feeling I was just like I was like oh man this is gonna we're in trouble I don't 
I mean, I, I, I had the same feeling, but I knew why. My mind was kind of clear. The opening paragraph of just Palpatine sends out a message across the universe, like, I'm back from the dead. I, I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. That doesn't say, first off, that doesn't even sound like a Palpatine move. Just like send a message across the galaxy, like, yo, I'm back, bitches. But on top of that, it just sounds so lazy. Just like, oh, he sends a message? Just like that, like, oh, here's yeah, the First Order, here's the Resistance, the the Republic's still out, doing their own thing, and then Palpatine out of nowhere, I'm back. Okay? Yeah, and, um... That, uh, yeah, that, to me, I was like, okay. you know, But I, I was like, you know, maybe they'll explain it. Because we see Palpatine very early in the movie. It's not like yeah, a big... It's, it's he's pretty much part of the opening scene. Yeah, he's not... It's not like a, there's no big reveal yeah. for Palpatine in this movie. It's it's very just um, you see him right away, um, but that's why I thought okay he's gonna be a reoccurring character in the movie, so maybe we'll as this the more we get of him the more we'll understand where he what like how he is back well, before and we, what he's been doing the last you know thirty years or what thirty plus yeah. years whatever. So the opening scene is, is, is itself because it opens up with Kylo going on to Mustafar. Which we, you know, it doesn't tell you it's Mustafar. It doesn't even tell you where the scene's at. But the novel does, and it's kind of a big thing. You know, the the movie opens up with Kylo on Vader's castle grounds on Mustafar, looking for the Sith Wayfinder in order to find Exegol to find Palpatine. Yeah. Um, I like this opening shot. I like the opening fight scene with, you know, Kylo going against the Mustafarians. Um... And just, like, his level of just, like, I'm ruthless, I'm, I'm gonna kill these people just to get what I want. I thought it was kind of weird, the fact that this Sith Wayfinder, you know, this ancient device to find this ancient Sith world, was just in a random, like, stone, like, stone, like, case, if you will, in the middle of a courtyard or the middle of nowhere on Vader's planet. I thought that was kind of a little weird. But overall, I thought the scene was beautifully shot, and it, it captured... <clears throat> It captured Kylo in a sense, like you know, the genocidal, like I, you know, and nothing is too big of a cost. Yeah, I mean, if we if we were kind of one thing you said, like it's beautifully shot. Yeah, like, I mean, the that's one of the pros of the movie that I have is that it was a beautifully shot movie. It's you know the special effects are really good, like the some of the fight scenes are okay. You know, some of the humor landed, but. That's kind of about it when it comes to this movie. This movie, to me, was just really all over the place. Um, and I, I, I realized it very early on in the movie. You could just, you could tell that there were things that I felt like they just, they didn't know what to do, so they just pulled something out of their ass and they go, yeah, we'll just do this. Yeah. It, it just, it was really messy. It, there was just so many things that didn't make any sense. Um... And um, and it was hard to understand like when the damage control from Last Jedi ended and when like the movie actually began. Like when is it taking its own form of its own thing? Yeah, you. It you, was a lot of it just some like they're just trying to explain stuff from Last Jedi, and that and it was just like, okay, well when is this movie gonna start? You know what I mean? Like what was supposed to be in this movie? Yeah, it, it definitely feels when you look at the trilogy as a whole. The first two movies go together beautifully, and then this movie spends at the first quarter of it like, nope, that didn't happen, that didn't happen, this is stupid, uh, this is how it is now. It, it Definitely the damage control aspect. Um, yeah, it, it was very, very all over the place. Um, 
speaking of all over the place, hyper the the hyperspace jumping. Do you have a problem with that? Oh, the hyperspace skipping? Yeah, because a lot of people, I remember that was one of the big backlashes that a lot of the people had was the hyperspace skipping. No, I mean, I liked it. I I mean, I, I understand some people's gripes with it. Like, like you know, they don't, they don't think the Falcon would be would have been able to do that. I mean, that's one of the things where I'm like, maybe not. But, I mean, it was a cool little scene. I liked it. It was something different. It wasn't just the same old, like, we're flying through space and then we're going to hyperspace. And that's, you know, it added a different element, which was like, oh, that's cool. That's not yeah. just the same thing. Um, so I didn't have a problem with it. Really <clears throat> at all. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, also... We never know if there's any upgrades they did to the Falcon in, in this period of time between Last Jedi and now. You know, that could make it theoretically possible. But yeah. that's just nitpicking as well. I mean, I'm not going to take too many shots. We're going to take enough shots of this movie. You know, I, I don't think that's a big enough one to gripe about. Um, how about Ray's, Ray's Jedi training? You know, once the Falcon gets back onto the Resistance base, we see, like, Ray and uh, General Leia... Having a little moment, after, you know, during Ray's training session. I mean, I. I guess that kind of leads into the other topic yeah, of, of it, when it comes it's, to Leia. Yeah, in I'm about to say when you're if we're gonna go into like characters, like what they're doing, then it's like we're gonna have to go into just the characters itself because there's so many things that, like, there's just so many problems with every character. Like, there's not, like, and it's not necessarily the character's fault. Like, it's not necessarily, like, the actor's fault. I think all the actors did a great job. It's just the story, t- like, the writing of this movie was just, it ju- It just felt so lazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't, it It just, it felt like somebody just, like, it, it felt rushed. It felt very just, Get we just <clears throat> got to get this out, and we got to fix this. You, you know, to me, watching the movie, there's, there are several points, like, where you could tell that there are some scenes that just don't fit quite well. And or they it, had something else, another yeah. direction, and then they just scrapped it, and it's like, when they kept one part of it in the movie, and you're like, that was supposed to be for, it kind of feels like that was for something else. Exactly. Um, a, a good example of that is the fin, like the, the fin line, when they're being sucked into like the quicksand, and then Finn's like, Ray, Ray, I, I want to tell you something. And then he just kind of dropped it. That, that, to me, I felt like that was going to go somewhere completely different. Even if it was the, oh, I'm Force-sensitive, telling him, telling her that, that still kind of changes the whole dynamic. It does, and they did hint to it a lot in the movie. Yeah. That's one thing I didn't, I didn't notice. I, I've only watched the movie maybe a handful of times, um, but that was one thing I did notice a lot. Maybe I did when we first saw it, but like I noticed it a lot this time around watching it, that they do hint a lot at... Finn can use the force. Yeah. Like they're they're you know, he they're really going they're hinting at it really hard in that movie. Yeah. But the fact that we do, like they they hype that up but then there's no payoff. We don't find out what it is. We not we don't get no confirmation. It's just an it's an open-ended thing and it's that's the thing is like if this was going to be this, this, where Rise of Skywalker, I think, fucked itself was it hyped it up so much, being like, "This is the end of the Skywalker saga." It's 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 all, all pretty much everything Star Wars that we know leads to this, yep. leads to this fucking movie. Yep. And it was just a piss poor fucking movie. Like it was just, it seemed hacked to death. It, it seemed like the movie had 
four different plots that that going on at the same time. To me, to me, I was more satisfied with the story at the end of Return of the Jedi than I was Rise of Skywalker. You know what I mean? Even even with Revenge of the Sith, the that movie probably the best one out of the prequels movies, but it. It felt like this is the you know what I mean okay there, it, this is done and now the we go into the original trilogy you know what I mean it felt yeah. like you could kind of see the passing of the torch like we've done this thing with the prequels and now we're giving it back to the like now it's going to the old trilogy. Um, well, that was the beauty of, of the prequels that we knew where it was ending we we knew the end yeah we just didn't know what what transpired before and I and that that's the beauty of it is that it shows not just the era before, but a whole, a whole different world. You know, a whole different conflict, but history itself just keeps repeating because people don't well, yeah. learn lessons. But that's the beauty of it, is that those stories were meant to go together. Yeah. And those stories, at the at the basis of them, have a soul. They have a soul about them. There, there's a whole, you know... Well, just and, the way the characters were written. They, they were all written for a specific purpose, not just in the ways of merchandise. You know, yeah, there are some characters, yeah... But for the most part, each thing was to, for this bigger story at play. Yeah. For the greater universe. Exactly. Um, and I felt like, yeah, I felt like the Disney Star Wars movies lacked that. They lacked, that, especially Rise of Skywalker, where you're like, okay, this is the, the, the sum up of all of these, this whole collect, this whole saga. And it just left me with more questions. Yeah. And more open, like, plot holes and more like, well, now none of this fucking makes sense. Like and it was it was frustrating. I remember in the movie, wanting it in the movie theater, sitting there watching the movie, thinking that okay, it's gonna get better. Like, it's gonna get better. Something's gonna happen. And I held out that for a very long time watching that movie in the movie theater. Like towards the end, I was still like, okay, I you know if it has a good ending, maybe I, I'll like it. But it didn't have a good ending. It had a really bad. The ending is the worst part to me. Yeah. And I was just like, this is just, it was really upsetting. It sucks, because being a big Star Wars fan, you want that big payoff. You want to feel like, hey, I've witnessed the saga, and this is the end. You know what I mean? And it's also because it pulls on the strings, the heartstrings a little bit. Like, dude, it's over. Like, But I was here. I saw it all. It all unfolded before me. I grew up <laughs> I grew up with it. Yeah. I, for me, my biggest issues when it comes to this movie are... It, it's just the storytelling. I, I've been saying this for the past two podcasts. I'm going to say it, especially now, because this story has no payoff. There's no emotional payoff to anything at all. It, it's all just a giant, like, bait and tease. Um, the whole reveal in the first five minutes of the movie that, oh, Snoke was just a puppet. He was a creation that Snoke, or that Palpatine just used. One of the biggest things that was really confusing Snoke, or Palpatine says, Snoke trained you well. Well, I am Snoke, and I'm Vader inside your head. I've been playing games with you the entire time. But he has no information of any of... If, if that's the case, if he's really in Kylo's head, he would anticipate Kylo's move. He would anticipate the whole reason why Kylo was there was to kill him. And especially if, the, if he's not trying to get, kill the girl, he knows something's up. It's, it's the Emperor. This dude outsmarted the entire Jedi Council. He outsmarted Master Yoda and everything else. He can't outsmart a fucking <clears throat> angsty kid. Yeah, he can't outsmart <laughs> an angsty kid. I mean, yeah, like, it, it's the biggest thing that this Disney trilogy did was a giant disservice to the original heroes and characters that came before. I'm all for putting over the next generation, but you have to do it respectfully to the characters themselves. 
you know, I understand Han needed to be killed by Kylo to, to transform to the next level. Yeah. All of that did was just be cheapened by just reintroducing the Emperor out of nowhere just for him to cower back down and he's not the main villain again. Yeah. Like, it, it, it really... It made it really hard to really care about Kylo and his and the whole villain story that they built over the past two movies. Yeah, they kind of fucked Kylo with that, to be honest. Because, at the, like I said, in the last Jedi podcast, and, you know... They really... The ending of Last Jedi was like, alright, Kylo's unhinged and he fucking rules everything. What the fuck's gonna... You know, what are they gonna do? Like, good luck. Like, Kylo's unhinged. And you're like, oh, fuck, you know, Kylo's gonna be the main fucking bad guy. You know, he's... He's going to fuck shit up just for the Emperor to come in, and then that's not the case at all. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Kylo really serves – he serves point in the story, but it's just kind of comical. Like, Last Jedi, Snoke tells him, take off that ridiculous mask. You know, you're not going to be your grandfather, da 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 So that causes Kylo to destroy the helmet and be just unhinged. That That's – it was a whole new villain. You didn't need a mask. Yeah, he, he, became, long, he became himself. But he, like, just he... for the opening scene of this movie, Palpatine to me like, you know, you could be just like your grandpa. And so the first thing he does, go to his ship and rebuild his helmet and put it on. I'm like, why? That, that, that to me seemed a little stupid. I'm like, that just to purposely, it seemed like they purposely went yeah. out of their way just to kind of shit on Last Jedi a little bit more. Like, nope, we don't want that. We don't like that. We're going to undo that. Yeah, and, and it's that's like, just the but, problem. But with like, this movie. for what? Because it, it didn't serve any purpose. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, okay, he rebuilt his mask for what? Why? If it, I, it makes me really question the people who handle these decisions at Disney regarding these movies. Why is it that instead of just taking what you already have, the established canon that the Last Jedi had, just make that and then go up based, just you know, jump off that with with that new information. Make it a little bit more interesting. It's a little bit harder, yeah. But you can make it fit. It's not that hard. Instead, they just decided to just waste everyone's time by stepping backwards just to retcon the last movie that just came out instead of telling the instead of telling the story that would give a fitting conclusion. Yeah. And it's it just aggravating as a fan of most, you know, pretty much all my life. You know, my cousins grew up, you know, they're they're about 12 years older than me. So I grew up with the original trilogy as a, as a, a baby, not like a baby, like a child. Yeah. You know, early 90s child here, but my cousins grew up in the late 70s, early 80s. So I was introduced and raised with all of these things. And it's just disappointing because the story isn't there. They just backwash too much stuff, try to make things fit, you know, and it just doesn't work. And yeah, it's they, just disappointing that they, Disney put that out. It is It is disappointing. And it, it honestly... Because up to la- at the end of Last Jedi, the two movies, I was okay with them. You know, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, because I, w- I like Last Jedi, so I was like, you know what? I'm okay with the Disney trilogy, what they have so far. This movie killed the whole fucking thing. Like, this movie ruins it. Yeah. I don't like, now I'm like, I don't like any of them. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't like any of the movies. Because I know what it leads to. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's sad. It's almost, I'm, it's. It's literally to the point where, like, at the end of that movie, I was like, dude, Disney should be ashamed they even put something like this out. They should be ashamed of themselves for, like, doing that. Because that, yeah. that was a terrible movie. That was just a disaster. <clears throat> as a movie as a whole, it, yeah, it's visually pleasing. But it does not answer any of the questions from the previous movies. 
it it doesn't flow as a fitting end. You know, it doesn't fit as the ending for the trilogy, let alone the entire saga. Well, or when it does try to answer things from the movie, it gives like a real. It gives it gives an answer that makes that's way extreme. That we're that the audience would have to be like, like we would have to be we would question it. Like, okay, well then how how is that a thing? And they never explain it. You know. Case in point, the force healing. The force healing, the existence of it being a thing, implies that Jedi masters from way before had no they had no idea of the existence of it. They chose not to use it. Why is it that Anakin, his whole his whole thing, if he would have known force healing was a thing, he never would have turned. He wouldn't he be able to just kill, heal Padme. Yeah, he could just heal Padme. If if force healing was a thing back then, the and these Jedi masters for thousands of years that you know know all this. They have no idea of it. Um, yeah, like Yoda doesn't know. Yeah, I mean it's one thing. What one again? If they chose, if they took the time to explain this, it it would solve all the issues. But you have to infer that the books that Ray gets from the old original Jedi Temple has some mention of it that maybe got lost over the over the generations of Jedi. That you know maybe that specific skill wasn't passed down. But again, for that to work, you would have to explain that in the movie. Yeah, and they don't do that. And just, you'd also have to explain why was it banned. You know what I mean? You would think, okay, these Jedi's if they get hurt, they like, oh hey, I can heal you. Like I'll protect you. Yeah, they're the guardians of peace and all that stuff of the galaxy. Well, you think force healing would be in their repertoire of, of things they would exactly. Know? I mean, you you sh- you see Ray studying the books. You see Ray studying Luke's notebook, his journal, and the old Jedi books, but you don't see her actually like. Training. You don't see her like putting stuff to use or attempting things, which I think is is another reason why a lot of people who are mad at the Ray character, they're mad at that is the fact that they feel that she didn't earn it. She didn't go through the proper training and like rigorous discipline that a Jedi that a Jedi Knight or Jedi Master yeah well the would, thi- would would have yeah yeah we'll get into that when we get into Ray, um, but um, yeah the, one of the disservices that I think the movie also did with the ending of Last Jedi really gave you the, the whole moral of that movie that we talked about is again you can appropriate someone's name and culture and everyone be okay with it yeah um, one of the things that that movie the the lessons of that movie is that everyone can use the force the force isn't a a like a um, it's not like in your blood or it's not only special. You don't have to be special to use the force. You can use the force. Like anybody, anyone could use the force. Anyone can use it. It's just about, you know, discipline and, you know, all that stuff. Rise of Skywalker says, fuck that. And goes right back to the whole bloodline thing. And it's like, oh my God. Yep. You have to and be then one of the special people with the special blood in order to use it. Yeah. And that it's kind of infuriating because they, they swapped that like a few times throughout this trilogy. I mean... Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, that to me was really confusing. I, I was like, or, and frustrating, because it was like, why are we going back to that? Well, here, here's my thing. This movie's called Rise of Skywalker, correct? In the end, Palpatine wins. Like, the, the entire nine-movie saga, what, what it's done, not only does Palpatine win, but Anakin's, you know, sacrifice, the whole chosen prophecy, it's all undone. The whole point of the original trilogy and the prequels has been undone and erased because Anakin wasn't the one to bring balance to the Force. You know, Luke wasn't the one to bring balance. You know, there, we, I remember we were talking about that theory 
that Anakin was created. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. But the fact that by Palpatine returning means that Vader never actually killed the Emperor, right? He didn't. Granted, he might have done the action, but he didn't succeed in that whole goal. And therefore, he does not actually bring balance back to the Force. You know, by, you know, the actions of Snoke being a puppet instead of just an actual person or an ancient being, you know, that undoes the entire point of Kylo's, like, you know, turn, his twist and everything. You think it'd be more seducing for Palpatine to be like, hey, I trained your grandfather. I was, like, his best friend for a long time. You want to come train with me? Instead of being this old man thing attempting to twist his mind by getting into his head. You know, it just it doesn't make sense from a story standpoint. Yeah. And that's what happens a lot in this movie. There's just a lot of things that just either don't make sense or we're just really half-assed or just we're just random. Case in point, let, let, let's talk about the... When Ray and Lando... or When, when Ray and the group meet up with Lando on that planet. And then Lando tells him, oh, me and Luke went searching for this bounty hunter, this Sith bounty hunter, you know, out in the, in, out in like the mud flats or whatever. His ship's out there. We couldn't find anything. So Ray goes out there. They just haphazardly stumble into the tunnels, which then led to like where the knife and the guy was. Yeah, find I find it kind of hard to believe that Luke Skywalker couldn't sense that, hey, 15 feet under that, under that dirt pile, there's, you know we're going to find that guy or like sense something like, especially with an ancient Sith dagger that Ray can sense because the thing's an evil thing. Luke couldn't sense it. Yeah. It, it does do a disservice by implying that the other, that the previous generation was, you know, not capable, you know, that, that they weren't enough. And so it's just, it makes it hard to believe and hard to buy in when you see, yeah, they it just gets thrown into their lap. It's it's like a video game quest almost. Yeah, and it's there's so many. Um, they introduce a lot of new force abilities in this movie, and man, I don't like Ma a lot of them. You know, like the force healing thing. I it's okay. I'm I'm cool. I'm okay with it a, a, a bit, I guess. Like, it's, it, I don't hate it, but it also, it, it opens it in, like, okay, well, why don't they just do it all the time anyone, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, why haven't we, if that's, like, why haven't we seen that more often? Yeah. Um, that is a thing, but, um, the whole, like, there's that, um, scene on that, um, where Ray's in fucking Kylo's, uh, ship, and then Kylo's on the planet, and they have, like, that lightsaber fight, but through the force, but on different planet like that's me i was like no that's a little weird like you know i was like that's a little extreme to Wait, me what does it look like for a person outside look watching that is kylo fighting himself just like, do do other people see he looks Rey? like mentally ill just like yeah no like I, that, that's what i want to see i want to see it cut over to a perspective like the stormtrooper watching like what is what's this going guy? on what's going on with kylo Kylo's tripping the fuck out right now dude <laughs> and then out of nowhere vader's helmet drops like oh whoa wait a minute hang on that that would be a great perspective to see in that movie. I think that'd be more entertaining than what we got. Um, yeah, the, so so some of the force abilities, what didn't really care for, um, especially, the, I don't know. I really dislike the scene when they're in the, at on um, Exegol and they're in the Sith Temple and 
Kylo's fighting the Knights of Ren, and Rey's like, like pretending she's gonna kill the Emperor, and then she does the thing where she puts the lightsaber behind her back, but then it, she force teleports it to Kylo, and Kylo now has it through the like. I was like, what the? F Let me ask what? you this: If it wasn't for Kylo, or like, what? What did not Kylo? What did Ben have an effect on the ending? Like he shows up, he fights the Knights of Ren, who weren't even involved in Ray's fight with the Emperor. Uh, and then just kind of like stands there, gets his soul sucked out, and then gets thrown down a hole. Gets thrown down a hole. Like his point was to bring Ray back, Ray back to life. That's kind of it. Like it would have been cool to yeah. see like Ben actually have a payoff. Like oh, he's you know not just fighting the Knights of Ren, but like he goes off with the Emperor. Like you know he like him and the Emperor maybe have like a triple fight scene where the Emperor's like doing force lightning between them, something cool instead of just oh he runs up and I'm sucking your life energy out. And throw you down a hole. Yeah. Um, um, I want to go back to the the points that don't make sense again. Chewie's transport, when Chewie gets locked up, Finn watches them arrest Chewie, watches Chewie get put in the transport, then runs to go tell uh, Ray, And then verifies that the transport that got blown up, he's like, oh, dude, that's the same transport. You would think... If there was two transports in the in the similar vicinity, you know, you would see it, you know, or you you would Finn would notice like, oh, dude, that wasn't the same one. We're all good. Or even just the sense with Ray. How did Ray not sense Chewie's life signal on the other transport that took off already? Or how did she sense that it wasn't on that ship, but she could sense it way later on in the movie? Yeah, she can sense it on Kylo's Star Destroyer. Yeah, there's there's just little things like that. It's uh continuity issues that just don't make sense um it, it's just kind of ludicrous that like how you said earlier disney should be ashamed of releasing this movie it, it, by releasing this movie and thinking that it was going to be great like oh dude this is a really good fitting ending for these people they're gonna be happy they think they're all idiots yeah I don't, that's what it seems like um yeah i just i just remember sitting in that movie theater and and just being really disappointed. I was really bummed. And the very end, the very end, the last like five seconds of that movie was just, it, I had enough. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to the end credits. I literally stood up and was like, I'm done. And I was like, I'm done. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, your, your reaction actually had me laughing. Uh... <laughs> his initial reaction folks in the last five seconds when it's like oh who are you what's your name and she's Ray. looks off in the distance sees Luke and Leia Ray Skywalker Jeremy threw his hat in the theater yeah like he literally chucked his hat and like stood up and then started walking out I, I just couldn't help but laugh just cause I've never seen him react that way at the end of a Star Wars movie he usually is like okay I had some gripes whatever he, he was over it and just knowing him and his love for Star Wars, it, it, it says a lot. Yeah, I was just done. I was over it. Um, How about the ludicrous fact that they, they wanted to add an extra room on the Death Star? That oh, it, yeah. it, it actually does not make sense where it's at. Yeah, this extra dimension. It's like rear, you know, the Emperor's secret room, which had the other Sith Wayfinder. 
Oh, the on the Death Star wreckage. Yeah, on the Death Star wreckage. Yeah, when she goes on Death but Star. But the other side of that wall is actually just we you, we know what it looks like by you, looking at the Death Star. You can see. I think someone also. I remember seeing someone also took the a still shot from Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. and that room and and showed that there's no room there. Like it's not the same. Yeah. It just. It, it, again, it's just it's lazy. It's like wishful thinking. Like, oh, dude, that would be cool. But you got to explain it a different way. The way they went about it. Well, the whole it, the Death Star wreckage to me, I was kind of like, wait, this. Because that thing got incinerated. Yeah, how did we didn't see any like Death Star, especially that big, just floating around in space after it blew up? This, uh, this is kind of confusing. Yeah, like it literally incinerated. Um. um I guess we can talk about characters. Yeah. Let me do our character breakdown of this movie because this is I this oof. Um, <clears throat> let's do okay. We'll do we'll do Princess Leia first. Now, I know Carrie Fisher passed away before this movie was filmed, and J.J. Abrams had the idea of using hey, or he noticed that hey, we have a whole bunch of deleted scenes and dialogue that wasn't used in Force Awakens. And we can actually tell a story uh, around these unused scenes. And I thought that was beautiful. And I'm like, you know what? That'll, it, that's good. That's actually really cool because it's, you know, they don't have to CGI anything. Or, you know, or they don't, you know, they don't need to CGI her voice or, or CGI her or whatever, you know. She's, she's going to be in the, she's technically in the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's awesome. So I was really excited for that. Um, and it's... And it's really hard to... It sucks to say, but the product we got with Princess Leia to me was just weird. Like, I don't know. It was just... It, it, it felt creepy. It didn't work to me. It just... Every time she was in the movie, like, either... it To me, it felt like she either, like... It looked fake to me. Like, the, the things she would say just sounded like they weren't supposed to be in there. You know what I mean? In that scene. It didn't go with the flow. It didn't go with the flow. Um, maybe that's just me on that. Um, it felt more like a deleted scene. Like, like granted, the scenes they pulled from the, the scenes they pulled from were from B cuts, you know, from the Force Awakens. Yeah. So it felt like a B cut type of you know with her dialogue. Yeah. No, I, it did, and it sucks because you know I I was stoked for the movie and her and um, but her kind of like what she was doing in the beginning, just being on that rebel base and. In the beginning, you kind of just get, it just Leia doing Leia things. So it, it wasn't like much. It I like it, it. I could let it go a little bit just because it's like oh, I mean she's died. What can they do? And she's just all she's doing is just she's generaling, you know, being a general. Um, generaling. Generaling. <laughs> How do you and, feel about her death? And then the way she dies, Leia's death. To me was just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, absolutely ridiculous to me. She... How Princess Leia dies is she lays in bed and says her son's name. She reaches out through the Force. She goes, Ben. And then dies. But she doesn't become one with the Force, though. No, 
but that, that's like I mean what, later. whatever she dies <laughs> like what <laughs> you know what I, like like is, I was just like wow that is cr really and it, it's like and if that's what it took to get Kylo to become Ben again. Why did it take her that long to do it? Should she have just done that for the first in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I, I think it's more than just her saying Ben. I mean, the thing is that she projected Han's or a memory of Han. Well, we from don't her memory. We don't know that's even for sure. I thought they made that for sure in the novelization. No, they didn't. That's why it's a huge debate of if he was. That's why they say, oh, he's just a memory. That's in Kylo's head. That, to me, also didn't make sense. That was another thing that bugged was Han Solo in the movie. I mean, I like seeing... I love Harrison Ford. I love Han Solo. But him in that movie, to me, and those, the way that he was just... The way that they had him in the movie made no fucking sense to me. I'm like, okay. I think it would have been more fitting. Because I, I believe in the original version of the movie, it was supposed to be Anakin. Right? I don't know. No, that they. I've never heard that. I heard that it might have been like... They had like a... That was talked about, but I don't know if they actually went through and did that. Uh, the only scenes that I know that I heard that Hayden Christensen actually filmed was the ones where he was behind Ray, and because that's where all of them came in, and they all, like whole, apparently all like Qui Gon Jinn and or like Liam Neeson, Samuel Jackson, a whole bunch of people came in in costume and filmed that scene, but they ended up just taking them out and just leaving their voices. Yeah, kind of ridiculous. Kind of ridiculous on that one. I think that would have paid off a lot better than just "I am all Jedi." Yeah, but the the thing with um, the thing with Harrison Ford and Han Solo being in that movie, it's like you have these Force ghosts. But if he's supposed to be a memory, well, then you have two similar kind of things, but you're not explaining that they are two different things. Like it's something familiar, but it's but if you're trying to pass it off as something different, well, you need to show that it is different, yeah. or at least explain that it is different. And they didn't do that. That's why some people were like, "How the fuck is he a Force ghost?" And I mean, if he's a memory, why why isn't he wearing the same outfit he was wearing on Starkiller Base? <clears throat> right, but also some so, people. Were saying, that's what's supposed to be is that he's supposed to be having a memory of having that conversation with his dad, but it's supposed to go a different way. So you would think to put him in the same outfit that he was wearing on Starkiller Base when he had that when they had that talk. Yeah, and also. I've also heard some people try to say that it is a Force ghost, that Han became one with the Force when he died, when Ben killed him. But it's like, that ability to become a Force ghost, that's supposed to be like, that's a Jedi training thing. That's the whole, that's the thing that it's Yoda talks about in, in becoming one of the Sith. At, It's becoming one at peace with the Force. Yeah, because... You he, have to train your entire life. He, to, selflessness is how you well, achieve yeah, that. Yeah, and when he tells, when Yoda is telling Obi-Wan, that, oh, hey... A Jedi learned to, you know, pretty much was like, hey, a Jedi learned a path to immortality, and he tells him it's Qui-Gon, and that's when you're like, oh, Qui-Gon was technically the first Force ghost. Yeah. He was able to do that. But, so, if that's, it, Han Solo can't be, it can't be a Force ghost. That would literally make no fucking sense. Yeah. How, you're going to tell me that he learned how to become a fucking Force ghost? He learned that that path through the Jedi, like... I mean, one could say the same thing when it came to, to Anakin. I mean, I, I don't think anyone taught him his time of being Vader. You, you know. don't know, maybe, because it is... I mean, it, it, he could have learned the dark side. 
Well, no, 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 because the dark side doesn't have that ability. The only thing closest to that is by it, it, uh, essentially the Sith, the Sith holocrons are the closest thing you can get to immortality, but it just captures their 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 rage in a sense. It's not the, actually them. Um, that's canon through Star Wars lore. When it comes to that, that's just kind of one of the inconsistencies with it. It's not anything that's really like damaging to the plot. Yeah, say that's to me. Is, I mean, it doesn't. But I, mean, it's I get just, what you're saying, but yeah. that don't bug me that much. But, um, again, it's just. I, I I'm pretty sure when George Lucas wrote the original movies, he didn't plan for this giant expanded universe. No, um, but so yeah, Carrie Fisher's part of the movie. I it was I I didn't really care for it, and I didn't really how she died. I thought was very lame. Um, it's almost like her role in the movie, outside of just saying Ben's name. Um, it was kind of non-existent. Yeah, it just... And it was... It just awkward to me. Yeah. Um, who's another one? Um, Let's talk about Rose. Because Rose was a big prominent character in The Last Jedi. This movie, she kind of took a backseat role. Yeah, that that was weird. They just... She's in it, but she's not in it at all. And the thing... Here, I'm going to lump Rose in with... And then we're gonna also going to talk about like the new characters that they... Because... So Rose... <clears throat> Rose, you're right, Rose kind of takes a backseat role in this movie, but what sucks is that they introduce a shit ton of new characters. Yeah. Which, to me, I'm like, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Merchandise. Merchant, but it, it felt unnecessary because it was like... How are we going to, like be invested in these people's stories, you know, we got so much ground to cover, you know what I mean? Like, we don't have time to waste on some fucking chick who looks like a fucking Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I mean, not only that, it, it seems that a lot of the situations with Rose, you could have given her a better, a better story anybody. in this movie. Could have been anybody. Um, look at Case with, at, the, at the end, right, with Finn, and he meets that chick um, for, that's on the... Uh, it's on on the, the indoor moon, one yeah. of the indoor moons. Um, granted, yeah, it's cool seeing that she, you know, she was also a former stormtrooper and her friends. Yeah, they were... kind of show like, oh, maybe yeah. they have a little like yeah. connection. That's cool. But I'm what all about for Rose? That. Why wasn't Rose with them? Why couldn't Rose tag along? Or be yeah, wouldn't part? Rose be jealous? Like, or like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just they they kissed and then they just like ignored it. They were like, yeah, we're gonna pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, the kiss was creepy in the first place. It was, but it's but like it's it's another case of drop storylines. Yo, when you're it's just like, oh, we're just gonna. Yeah, it just was like, oh, we're really just gonna pretend that never happened. Like, yeah, it was one of the most controversial things in that movie, and we're just gonna ignore it. Yeah, we're not gonna. You know what I mean? To me, I'm like, that's lazy. It, all you gotta do is just write a simple line, just like a simple throwaway line, like, oh, hey, like, you know, I don't like you like that, or some or something, or like whatever. That. You know, I don't know. But just explain it because it just comes off kind of weird when you're watching the movies back to back because. It, 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 it seems like two different people now. It seems like Rose is a completely different person compared to like where she was at The Last Jedi. Yes. You know, at The Last Jedi, she, you know, she saved Finn. She was a part of the five people with Poe to go in, a, you know, the last attack, on, you know, on the First Order. And then she saved Finn. to gets brought back, you know, to the base. She gets saved. And she's a background character afterwards. She's not like a hero, even though she did a pretty heroic thing. They just kind of just dropped her. Just, you know. Yeah, no. No, you don't sell action figures. Boop. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was it was frustrating. Um, how do you feel about? Uh, I mean, for me, how do you feel about just the whole Palpatine twist? The fact that oh, Ray's a Palpatine. You went from being you know at the end of the Last Jedi, they make the reveal from nobodies to Palpatine. How'd you feel about that? So, in that scene, when they're on that planet and Chewie's getting taken away by that transport and. Ray tries to use the force to pull the ship back, and then Kylo comes out of the fucking blown up wreckage that he would have died in, completely unfucking marked, scathed, just totally, just like, oh hey, I just crashed my fucking X-wing or you no, know, the fucking like Tie Fighter, and it blew up, but I'm here, I'm alive. Yep. Um, and he sure uses the force to pull it back. And they have that, like, force struggle with the ship, and the ship's just going one way and the other. Like, I was... I, dude, I hated that part. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then... But then when Ray uses so much force that the lightning comes out of her hand, I'm like, she's a Palpatine. There was, it, that was the... I hate the fact that... It was a confirmation. There was no other... That's what they were doing. And... Her becoming a Palpatine... Um, to me, makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Makes no fucking sense. It also doesn't make sense the fact that force powers are transferred by bloodline. Yeah, I don't... Like, like how you just said, like, the fact that she shot lightning out of her hand because she used too much force, that's kind of bullshit because you look at the dark side. You you have to train to use that force ability. She does, you know, it, it's, it's just too convenient. These movies are like video game... You know, fetch quests, essentially. Pretty much. Like this movie especially. You know, oh, you've acquired this lightsaber. Oh, you've acquired Luke's ship. Oh, you've acquired the books. Oh, you acquired this now. Go fight the final boss. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it just... It's just too convenient. <laughs> Everything is too convenient in these movies. And it just... It takes... It takes the fun of the fantasy out of it. You know, you, you kind of already know where the ending's going to be before you're even halfway through the movie. Yeah, um, I mean, her having, her becoming, it just was like, okay, and we never really get a confirmation of, because then it's like, okay, well then, who are Ray's parents? And you see them, they talk about them, but you never, then you never get a confirmation of, okay, well, is he a, is, is he a, is Ray's dad a clone, or is... Did Palps get it on? Did Palps get it on? And he would have to have done it while he was all fucking ugly and fucking fucked up. Yeah. Who would fuck that? You know what I mean? Like, but the, you know what I mean? But it's just like, there's so many things in this movie where it's like, this is how it is. Just take our word for it. Like that's, that is one of the things I'm talking about when I'm saying they just pulled it out of their ass. Yep. The, hey, uh, she's Palpatine's her great grandfather. They just pulled it out of their ass. It, it just it undermines the entire thing, because know. they needed that big twist. They needed the big twist. They needed the big twist. They needed the big like oh shit moment, and that's what they thought was their oh shit moment. But it fucks it all up. Like it's like let let me what? ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think it would have been more of an impact to save Palpatine to like the last part of the movie? Like when they they they're going to Exegol, but they don't know why. They just know that something's there. So it's like a race to Exegol, but when they get there. That's when it's the unveil, it's the Emperor. Do you think that would have been more impactful than just the first five minutes? Like, oh, I'm going to Exegol. Oh, it's the Emperor. Um, 
No. Here's the thing, because the trailer gave it away. When you hear the Emperor laugh, I mean, in the trailer, yeah, you knew, okay, the Emperor's in it. Okay, let's so say the whole movie. So the whole if it, they if they didn't give that away, if they didn't give it away, and Emperor was in it, and it just yeah, it would have been a big like what the fuck, you know what I mean? Like I would have lost my shit in the movie theater. It definitely would have landed. Um, but to be honest, I don't think the Emperor should have been in the movie at all. I think the they, it was a waste of time. It was just a completely waste of time, and it fucked up the character. It it not the not the Emperor. It didn't fuck up the Emperor, but it fucked up. To me, it, it, it ruined what the, what where the, the direction of Kylo was going. Yeah, kind of what we already, we've already talked about it. But like, yeah. So it, I felt like it was unnecessary. Yep, agreed. You know, agreed. Um, <clears throat> we mean, yeah. I mean, since okay, so we talked about Carrie Fisher. We talked about the side character. We kind of just talked about Palpatine. Yeah. Um, because I mean, Ian McDermott did a great job. I mean, he played Palpatine. He played Palpatine. It was Palpatine. It's just the thing, the issues that I had was kind of what we said, like, like kind of what you were saying. Like, if he is Snoke, and Snoke is the one that bridged Kylo and and Ray's minds, how would he not know about the dyad? He made the fucking dyad. Yeah. So when he's like, oh, a dyad in the Force, like, has it been seen in generations? Even though technically it's kind of inferred that Luke and Leia are a dyad, because Luke was able, they were able to physically touch while he was a for, while he was projected. Yeah. The only time you ever see that is pretty much Rey and Kylo, because they're, they're a dyad, <clears throat> they're connected. So it kind of makes sense to generations, because technically they were born 40 years before. Yeah, no, I get that, but... But, but, it's still, but, but even then, they never explained that Luke and Leia had a dyad either. So, like, yeah, how do you know that's even possible? <laughs> Technically speaking, as of this moment, Disney hasn't even confirmed what a dyad is. There's no actual definition of a dyad in the Force. All, all we can assume is that it it's just, just a means, connection. It's a connection. It's a Force connection between the two. But, but Snoke is the one that even says it. I bridged your guys' minds. And he was putting visions in both Kylo and... Um, Ray. And Ray's head. So it's like, well then, you know what, it just, it, like, then what the fuck? You could tell they didn't do any research really to try to, you know, make anything flow. It, no. It, this entire movie doesn't even seem, it, it doesn't seem like it fits at all. Nothing. No, nothing fits. It's just, it makes, uh, um. But the fact that, here, here's another big problem, is Palpatine's whole thing is that he wants someone to kill him. <clears throat> He wants someone to kill him because the whole point of him being, a, you know, of his survival is you strike down his body and his spirit jumps into you and you become possessed. Um, I think the, the ending of this movie, I probably would have liked it a little bit better if at the end when Ray says, oh, Ray Skywalker, even though she never was a Skywalker, if she would have had the yellow Sith eyes, if it would have showed that Palpatine won, because technically he did. Ray killed him, but he wasn't able to jump consciousness into her body. He was able to do it from across the galaxy when the Death Star was exploding. Yeah, apparently, according to the novelization. Yeah. But he can't do it, yeah. And then the way Palpatine dies to me was so fucking lame. <laughs> he couldn't see the Mace Windu attack again? Like, cool, you sucked the life force out of Rey and Kylo. But didn't suck all of it but out. But didn't suck all of it out. But you sucked enough to where you can come back for five seconds. 
like you would think Palpatine being the great plot person he is, the great scheme, the great schemester. You he would have fucking he known. He sucks out the life of him just enough and then focuses on the sky. You would think that he knows better. I'm going to kill him. Like, I'm a Sith. Especially I, knowing how powerful Rey is. Hey, I'm going to leave her alive so she can potentially still kill me. And that's the thing. This Emperor has been gripping onto life and he wants his power and control back. He just sucked the life out of him. You would think a bloodthirsty Sith Emperor. Kill him. Just cut his head off. He told, he told Anakin to cut off the head of fucking Count Dooku. Why won't he go through and just do it with these two people? He wins. <clears throat> he does that. He wins. But no, it's lazy storytelling. Yo, you you couldn't do a proper battle. Yeah, it, yeah. And his death scene the, when Ray did the whole and I am all the Jedi. I was like, fucking, what the fuck? Like, hear me out. This would make sense for the for the final battle. How? Pal- How are you all the Jedi? How? Like, Mace Windu did the shit you're doing right now, and he did it with one lightsaber. Yeah. He's way cooler than you. Yeah. But you're all, it takes all the Jedi with two lightsabers to fuck... Like, give me a fucking break. This is another example of Disney... Like, I feel that like they had more planned for this. I, re, I feel like the original thing, just because this doesn't make sense... Palpatine, like, hear me out on this. Let's say Palpatine sucked the life force out of him, and as we know, all those je- all the people came back to film, you know, as force ghosts for this epic battle. One of them interrupts Palps. The other ones help, you know, help get them situated... And that's why the epic battle is so epic. You know, that way it's not just Ray standing up and like, oh, they're with me in my mind. You actually have like their force ghosts helping her out. And that's why she says, I am, I am all the Jedi. It's more like I'm with all the Jedi. Like, you know, the Jedi are with me. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just, again, yeah. Like how you said, it's not, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. And it's, or it's, or it's just really lame. It's lame. Yeah. It's like, it's like, that's the best you got. Like, or... He does all that just for this. I, I'm also confused because, from what we know, they someone disappears. You know, when, when your body disappears as a Jedi, you become one with the Force, and you can become a Force ghost after all, right? Or afterwards. I believe so. Yeah. So Ray defeats the Emperor. You know, falls down exhausted, and, and she dies. dies. You would think by her using all that Force power to to kill the Emperor. She would immediately disappear, right? No. Kylo comes crawling back out of the void just to crawl over, force heal her, they kiss, and then he falls over and dies, but then disappears. Yeah. It just, it, it, it didn't land. I get what they were going for, the whole, oh, love, but he gave all, he gave his life for her. Yay. The it's fucking so, Romeo and Juliet ending. The Romeo and Juliet Disney ending. Okay, well, since we're on that, well, let's talk about Kylo. Um, Let's talk about Kylo. What do you want to talk about with Kylo, huh, Jeremy? Oh, Kylo. Um, I mean, Kylo was... Oh, again, I don't really have a lot of complaints with Kylo. Again, the mask, I don't know why they felt the need to give him the mask again. It It was like, okay, we spent all this time him, you know, I'm going to be my own thing. I'm going to stop living in my grandfather's shadows just to go right back into his grandfather's shadow. Um, um, that, I didn't, was like, okay. Um, Do you think Kylo took a step backwards in this movie? No. I just think his redemption, his redemption story was whack. Because that's what it was. It was This movie was Kylo's redemption. How he's, the death of Kylo and the rebirth of Ben. And 
just how they go, how it happens to me is just lame. It's so like anticlimactic and so just like okay, yeah. <laughs> like you know, with his mom saying Ben or just you know, I don't, I don't know. It just I didn't like it. It didn't quite hit. It didn't register on the on. It wasn't the, the proper emotional send off. You know, the the payoff, the climax, I should say, of these past two movies. The past no, two movies, yeah. and this supposed to be the big payoff, and it just it didn't work. It, it was it was it was a snore fest, essentially. I yeah, it, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, I wouldn't. I don't know if I consider it a, a snore fest. I would because it wasn't like he. Uh, it wasn't like he turned to the light. In like an epic fashion at the right. Oh no, yeah, moment. no, you're right on that. Yeah, it's yeah. the fact that it was a That's random true. battle on the on the Death Star remains. He gets stabbed. Ray Force heals him. Carrie Fisher sends out the memory or like calling out for him. She dies, and then he just has the memory. Throws lightsabers like, oh, I'm good now. Then you don't see him for another hour, and then he shows up on Exegol and has no real influence in the final battle. That falls on deaf ears. That that's not the payoff I'm looking for. When it comes to building up this guy's this badass, just to turn to the good side again and help save the rebellion, that's not. If you're trying to copy Vader and you're trying to you know, go for that that aspect, it didn't work. You failed. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying to do. You know, it would it would have been better if Kylo's there at the temple at the final battle with Rey, and then as Palps is doing the, the life force drain, then Kylo you know kicks in. You know, that would have been cool. That would have paid off better. Yeah. I mean, you already copied, you know, episode four with the Force Awakens. Why you might as well double down. Uh, the, another thing with uh, that kind of goes hand in hand with Kylo, uh, the Knights of Ren. Holy fucking shit! Like, talk that they that was so that was like one of the most disappointing parts of the movie because I was hyped on the Knights of Ren. They've been hyped up since the fucking Force Awakens. We were just like, man, when are we going to see him? When are we going to see him? I mean, we didn't see him in Last Jedi, but then everyone's like, well, fuck, like, that's weird we didn't see him. But, like, we better fucking see him in this next one. And we do. But they don't do a goddamn thing. They literally stand there. They literally walk and stand in the entire movie. They don't do anything other than fight Kylo at the end, but it's in the dark. You can't even really see him. Like... Yeah. And you're not even seeing the true badassness of the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren are supposed to be former Jedi Padawans that turn. So they're supposed to be Force-sensitive, be able to use the Force. They're like Inquisitors. They're like the, the Disney-era Inquisitors for Kylo. But instead, they just... They're just th background. They're background. Dude, Snoke's Royal Guards put up more of a fight than the Knights of Ren did. Yeah, these guys are just background. They're just literally just... And you'll see epic shots of them standing and they look all badass. But then they don't do anything. Yep. And it's like, okay. Cool. And they're there, but... To be honest, the Mustafarians in the beginning of the movie put more of a fight than the Knights of Ren did. And it was just, again, it's sad. You didn't flush anything out. You didn't give them the proper time to, like, shine. You know, if you want a payoff of, like, oh, dude, badass ending battle, you gotta show them being badass, not just being little snitches rounding people up. Yeah, no, it's... It was really bad. Maybe, you know, maybe it's just, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I don't even know if, how to defend that movie. Like, the choices they made, they weren't like shocks. They weren't like, you know, like, oh, we're going to be edgy. They were just bad decision-making on, on, like, a movie-making level. You know. Yeah, it, wasn't, it never felt like, oh, man, they're just really taking a leap on this. You know what I mean? Or, like, they're really, like, 
they're they're thinking outside the box and they're really taking a leap. It was like they're thinking way too in the box and it's just fucking either makes no sense or it's super vanilla. Like it's just boring. Yeah. Like this movie didn't get me excited. Like while watching the movie, like what like sitting there in the theater, I never once like felt like I was on a roller coaster. I never felt like I was you know, like while watching this movie I'm like, oh dude, like, I'm I'm invested. Each thing just felt either forced in or just it's laugh laugh I can't even say the word laughably bad. Yeah. You know, um, I it sucks. Like I wish this movie would have been successful. I wish that they would have gave it the proper like treatment. You know, the proper respect, especially with it being Star Wars, this giant I you know this giant property that they bought and they invested all this money into. Just give it the proper respect to give it the proper send off if that's what you're gonna do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but overall, Kylo. I mean, I didn't hate it. It just him like him. The only parts I didn't really like Kylo was the ending. Like when towards when he becomes Ben, it just was like, okay, like I don't know. It just I didn't like it. Yeah. Um. Who else? Uh, Poe. We can talk about okay. Let's talk about Poe and Finn. Um. We'll talk about Finn first because he's the you know Finn. Nothing fucking happens to Finn. You know Finn is just. Irrelevant. Yeah. He's just there. He's uh, just until there. Until the end. The ending when he like takes out the nav tower on, on the uh, command ship. That's the only time that he, uh, he serves some importance. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. When he... Other than that, he's just chasing Ray. It's chase Ray, chase Ray, then, oh, I'm going to take out the nav ship. Yeah, yeah, they're the nav system. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It, it... Finn, to, it just, I felt like a waste. There was no satisfying conclusion to that character. It was just okay. Yeah, he he was a stormtrooper that just turned into another soldier for the for the resistance. Yep, literally all. There there was no satisfying that he just swapped sides. Finn's story ends in Force Awakens for me. Like there is no no. That's it. He's just a stormtrooper that left, and that has it's force sensitive. Yep, that's it. It, it's just crazy, like, I, oh, man. Especially, okay, so hear me out on this one. Um, Last Jedi, that the whole Cantobite storyline, and then when they're on the ship with the, the, the not-master code hacker, code breaker. The not-hacker? Yeah, the not-master one. The, yeah, the, they're the looking for the, yeah, the code breaker. And the code breaker's showing him, like, oh, this guy, the, the, the ship we stole, you think he's a bad guy? Because, you know, we sold weapons to the Empire. But then... Also sold it to the Rebellion. Also sold it to the Rebellion. And right. you saw Finn start thinking, like, dude, this is just one, you know, giant... You know, it's two wings of the same bird. I Instead of being a cog for the Empire, I'm a cog in this side of the war now. I feel like they kind of dropped the ball with that. Like, I feel like for him struggling with that mindset and then deciding to stay or just, you know, even going doing something with that, especially with this movie, the, the ending of, of his story, they just dropped the ball on him. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing paid out that they laid the seeds for. Um, he's Force-sensitive, but he never uses it except for just, oh, I sense this. And you never get a confirm? You never get a confirmation Not on a it. Not a confirmation. Um, yeah, just a waste. It sucks. I mean, Poe got his moment to shine. Poe, you know. we got a little bit of backstory on Poe. Yeah, we got a little bit of backstory. Which was... I get why. Because we had at least a little bit of backstory of, like, Ray. 
in the last two movies. Like, Rey is a, you know, she just was a scavenger on Jakku and was abandoned and, and she was just working to make her money. So you know what I mean? Her money. Yeah. Finn, First Order, you know, and now he's Stormtrooper, now he left. But we didn't know about Finn. Like, where have, where'd he come from? You know, what's his backstory? Yeah, we, we, we didn't know um, about his backstory. So that's why the, I get why they we got a little bit of a backstory. But I don't know, just... It just didn't... Like, the, and then... The, I mean, it was okay. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, his back... That, that, the whole... Uh, nah. It just gave a tease of his back of his back life, but it was the introduction. It was it was the necessary tool that they needed, because no, because yeah. Finn and Ray and the rest of the Resistance they had no one you know they had no dirty ties for that type of thing. So it makes sense for Poe to have that because it gives him a little more interest as a character. Yes, exactly. Um, I I like that. Granted, I didn't like the Power Ranger. Or, or, yeah, I don't she, even know her name to be honest. It's like Zordy, I think her name was. Or yeah. Um. But her overall design, it just, I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird for her being just a spice runner. She's really flashy, getting a lot of I mean, attention. I didn't mind that. It just. But well, it, when you see other runners, like other smugglers, yeah. they dress more, you know, they don't want the attention. So for her to be all flashy with a shiny helmet and everything, I'm like, that's kind of it weird. It's just the only thing with her that I didn't like was at the end when she, like, oh, hello, spice runner. And he's like, oh, you came. And it's like, well, you're supposed to be happy? Like, we just met this chick. I don't know her. Like, in the yeah. beginning, she wanted to kill you. I, I thought that was kind of weird. She wanted to kill him, and when they first got to the planet, and then, then she giving w- him the little captain's chip to get to get on the ship. Yeah. You know they they didn't let anything play out. They didn't let anything naturally build to give it an emotional payoff. That's it's like you're going to force and rush these characters on us, and then want us to have this like emotional attachment to them when they you're like come when they come to save the day. It's like it's not that. Well, yeah, they, I'm they, not emotionally invested, or I don't really care. You they know, they did that with shit. they did that before the last Jedi as well. We we talked about that with Holdo and somebody else. Um, this movie they faked this out with two with two emotional with two emotional things, but they both didn't. There was for nothing. They were they were yeah. just that they were just fake outs. Um, Chewie's death, but we find out he's alive five minutes later. And then with C three PO, C three PO. Oh, we're gonna wipe his memory so he can translate this dagger. But just then, for R2 to reboot his memory and he's fine. Yeah, but he doesn't remember episodes 7 through 9, though. Yeah. She just, he just remembers, oh, Miss Ray, her first mission. Oh, it already happened. So 3PO gets to forget the dumpster fire that just happened. So good for him on that. Yeah, lucky lucky fucking see 3PO. But again, it was, it was just a tease of the emotional thing, but not actually pulling the trigger on yeah. it. Yeah. Because Disney was just... They were too afraid to commit to anything. This entire movie was... The entire trilogy... Is just showing that they were afraid to commit to a story. Yeah, you know, I, it, it's really just unfortunate. I, I know I keep saying that, I've repeated that multiple times on this podcast, but it's disappointing, you know. Um, what about Ray? Ray's character. Ah. <sighs> She's just another victim of just the lazy storytelling, and that's why she's the outlet for most people's rage on this movie. The character of Ray, the idea of her being the, the her being the dyad with Kylo, their balance in the Force. So even as Kylo grows and learns in the Force, her strength in the Force grows, but she just isn't like 
hasn't tapped into it. You know, that's cool. I like that idea. I like the fact that she's able to pick up things quickly because of her connection. You know, be, you know that's helping her, you know, with her stuff. I just think that the whole video game fetch quest and just how many abilities she gets and how fast without proper explanation of why, it, it, it ruins it for me. It almost makes me want to hate the character. Even though it's a cool character, it's an interesting ability, but without the proper explanation, that just goes to show what it can do. You know, she's not universally liked amongst the among the community. You know, but is it really her fault? No, I mean, I don't think it is her fault. It just, um, the more I watch Rise of Skywalker, that is one thing. The, the more I've watched it, the more I've really come to believe that Finn should have been the Jedi. Um, because this whole... Sp- person from a desert planet becoming a Jedi to me is like we've saw that we saw that now for three consecutive beginnings of you know episode one four and then uh, seven yeah we saw that we saw that story of a but the thing is with Luke being one from episode four and Anakin being one from episode one they they were there it's it mirrored each other and it made sense because that was his dad you know what I mean and it made sense why that would happen because you know well we we got an understanding of how this happened because they brought Luke back to Tatooine because they felt like Darth it's a good hiding spot because Darth Vader wouldn't want to go back there yeah and it made sense so it made sense why Luke would grow up on that desert planet but with Rey it to me made no sense it's like why is the force calling out to these desert people? You know what I mean? Just oh hey, these desert people, or like the de- like desert dwellers, are the uh, only ones that can bring peace to the galaxy. You know what I mean? And that's why I thought Finn, being a um, former stormtrooper, former stormtrooper, go leaving and branching out. I thought that would have been a good. That's awesome. That's a good story. Yeah. And it would make sense. It would be really cool to see that. It would see like the growth of like, hey, I was raised this way in this really bad, you know, you know, empire-like, you know, regime. And now I'm, I I don't want anything to do with that. I don't value any, I don't hold any of their values. And I, and I have built enough courage to break away and become a symbol to fight against that anger. I thought that beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful moral to the story, and it's different. Yeah, it would be different. I think also it would be a really good like similar, similar, similarly to how the lessons of Luke. You know, Luke was looked up to as like a hero, right? For like his generation, kids looked up to him for like discipline, training. Like anyone can use the Force. I want to be like Luke. You know, I want to be a good person like that. So just going, you know. It, it goes along the same lines. Finn could have been a person to a whole new generation of people just, you know, discovering Star Wars, people who necessarily might not have liked science fiction, or just even these new kids who've never really been introduced or can't relate to, like, the Luke Skywalker figure. Now they haven't. They could have had a new hero to also give them the whole sense of, like, the, you know, a, a good role model in a sense. Yeah. You know, Finn, I feel that Ray tried to do that, but because of the story direction, they just never properly clicked. You know, you we, we never really got to care because she didn't have that backstory of where she came from. We're fighting against 
her her natural tendencies. Yeah, well, her her story is she her parents are trying to save her from the first order from Palpatine, so they left her they sold her on Jakku, and then she became a Jedi. Yep. And avenged her family name. Yep. Which didn't need it didn't need avenging in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, I just oh God, dude, it's just frustrating. <laughs> It's like, how is that acceptable? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how, how is that okay? Yeah. And I feel like maybe, sometimes I feel like maybe that was what Disney was going to do. They were going to have Finn be the Jedi, but kind of maybe held back on it. Or maybe they both were going to be the Jedi. Like, they were both would be Jedis, but I, I don't know. I, you know, to go back to the whole Finn thing... The the original feelings of the original trilogy, like when they were making the movie, there were the tones of like rebelling against the machine. You know, the Empire was the machine, and that that's what the whole beauty of the Resistance was. It, it's kind of in response to like the Vietnam era as well. Yeah. You know, resisting against the capitalistic you know like overlords in a sense, and so going back to Finn, it would have made perfect sense to have someone break away from it to to help tear it down. Yeah. You know, it, it, oh man, like the more I'm kind of sitting there and stewing on it, the more I'm kind of like, yeah, that's a huge missed opportunity. Exactly. Um, who else? I'm trying to think who else we should talk about. We got Ray. Um, I mean, you see Luke for a little bit, but Luke, okay. I mean, the first couple words that Luke said just undo, undid everything he said and did in the previous in two Last movies. Jedi, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was kind of weak. I would I would like to see like you know. I would like to see Luke stand by his stand by what he did, but also give the advice like yo, dude, like we actually need you, need you, like. Instead, of like oh, I was wrong. I was totally wrong. You know, my bad. Don't be like me. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty lame. Um, the overall just. The overall effect of this movie, I feel it just sends a bad message. To just, you know, I feel in light of just this movie, it just sends a bad message to people wanting to tell a whole huge story. You know, like, this movie just dissatisfied me because of how much the studio had to get involved. Change up, you know, the original vision, you know, change up different things. And this is just another movie in the series of different movies that studios kind of messed up in the post-production. You know, I feel that this movie had a completely different tone before it was test screened. Well, no, I mean it. I mean it had a different, um, cause uh, it had a completely different director at first. It wasn't going to be J.J. Abrams. It was going to be the guy who did Jurassic World. I don't think his name's like Kelvin Tremero or something like that. Um, and um, he's even like released some things that he was going to have in the movie. Yeah. Um, that he, his his idea. And some of the ideas you can, like, he's, you know, he he's released some of the ideas and people have kind of put them in. There was, like, a thing I saw on Facebook where they had, like, um, kind of, like, rough drawings of Because they even had, like, like storyboards, kind of, for some of the stuff. And it showed some of the storyboards and of, like, the story of what was going to happen. And I was like, man, that, that would have been way cooler. Yeah. You know, it would have been way cooler. They also released the, the original script, didn't they? I don't know if they released the original script. Or it got leaked out or something. I don't know. Um... 
there's a lot. There's been a lot of rumor around this movie. There's even rumor that there's three different endings. That George Lucas filmed one or directed one. J.J. Abrams directed one, and then Kathleen Kennedy directed one. And the, the Kathleen Kennedy one is the one that we got. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's true or not. Um, it's um. It just seems to me that they had. Here's the thing with both. The original trilogy and the prequels, I think, it all the both of those trilogies were very w- delicately and I mean, prequels maybe not as delicately, but it was planned out. Of this is what's going to happen in each movie, or like this is the story, and this is how I'm going to chunk it into you know, and I might add some things here and there, but for the most part, the even, main when, story. When when George Lucas was filming Episode One, he already knew what was going to happen in Episode Three. He already yeah. had that planned out. Where with this movies, with these movies, the Disney sequels, I feel like J.J. Abrams made one, and then they're like, we're going to do have someone else direct it and just see where they take it, and then we'll have someone close it all out. Yep. There was no, like, this is the main, these are the main, this is what we want to do. You know, like, this is the, this is the story, and we're just going to break it off into, like, into movies, and we can add stuff and take stuff out as we go. It just, and so I think Last Jedi being so controversial... They were like, well, we're fucked. <laughs> like, they didn't know what to do. It really threw them off. And so they were like, well, we're going to have to just make it up as we go, kind of. <laughs> That's what it seems like. It almost seems like they, they were just, like, improvising scenes. Just make it up as we go. I don't know what the next scene is. We'll just make one up right here. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, going you know going back to that really quick, the, the, the making up as they go. Do you remember when they said that Luke and Leia both know both knew that Rey was a Palpatine? Yeah. And why? Like, how did they know that? Number one. How did they know that? And why wouldn't they tell her? Yeah. Why wouldn't they tell her? Or at least like be more prepared for that. Like Luke only said, "I've sensed this darkness once before, and it didn't scare me then, but it does now." And he was talking about Ben. If you would have known that she was a Palps, don't you think you would have really like hammered it in? Like, yo, I really got to like. I really gotta fix this. Get this shit. Luke has no problem. Luke and Leia have no problem training Rey, knowing that she's a Palpatine and has that evilness in her because of her name. And they're completely cool with it. But Luke senses some darkness in his nephew and says, I'm gonna kill the motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. What? Are you serious? Serious. Seriously, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> you would have think you you would have thought that Luke would have told Ray like, "Yo, dude, you don't know this guy, but you're somehow really, I can sense that the bloodline you guys share the same blood, but I I want to let you know, yo, he wasn't right. Like you you would think he was trying to break it down to her like, "Yo, hang on." Instead of just, nope, let it go. It's going to be fine. Oh, it's cool. It's going to be cool. And then it makes no sense, too, because he says, I've only sensed this darkness. And, I mean, maybe because, well, then that would make no sense either because Luke can't sense Han dies, but he could sense that Ray's a fucking Palpatine. Like, you know, I don't, I don't get it. It's just too many, like, what... Unanswered questions. It was unnecessary. And unnecessary. And it's, they it's, didn't need to say that. They didn't need to put that in. Yeah, and, um, and, and it, 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 it's, it puts a shoe in their mouth. It fucks it up. 
Sorry to go back to this really quick. I know we're so far into this podcast to my characters. I said something that popped in my head what? that I totally forgot about. How is it that the Final Order's fleet, every single ship in that fleet has a planet-killing weapon? Yeah, and they where'd they get the kyber crystals? Yeah, where'd they get the kyber crystals? Where'd they get the people to mine all those? Um, and no one knows? And no one No one noticed it? that, hey, the First Order thing, they're taking a lot of kyber crystals. But also, I'm really curious about this. When the final order of those, all those, you know, star destroyers you know, with the planet killing weapons, at the very end, they're all like hovered above Exegol, right? They're waiting to, to launch out. But then Exegol, the temple blows up, Palpatine's defeated, the ships all crash down. They cut over to other planets, like how it, how it was at the end of uh, episode six, like when the Death Star blew up because of the different planets and their perspective, their yeah. views. Why did it show other planets with the same death, the star destroyers? They showed different planets to start a story. It's like, aren't they all on Exegol? They're all on Exegol. And how? And how, and how? But what, but, okay, because the other fleet blew up. Why are these ones falling out of the sky now? Yeah, they, they and some of them were blowing up. Yeah, it's like, oh, who why? blew them up? Who blew them up? Was it like, oh, dude, we got defeated. Uh, self-destruct. Yeah, oh, hey, the Emperor died that we didn't even know existed until like a couple days ago. Died? Well, guess it's fucking time for us to go. Yep. Here's another shit that I don't understand. This is another one that I didn't really get. Get this one. You have Palpatine on Exegol has this huge fucking fleet with probably millions upon millions of people operating this fucking fleet. Operating this fucking fleet. Now, are they Empire people that just was like, we're just going to stay on Exegol forever? Or are they First Order people? And it looked like in the movie that they were wearing First Order patches. The Final Order. Because Final oh, Order is final... black and red. It's the same symbol, but it's black right. and red. Right, right. But here we have Kylo, the supreme leader of the First Order. And he didn't fucking know about it? Yeah. He didn't fucking know nothing? Oh shit, there's a fucking final fucking order fleet? What do I have to do to unlock that knowledge? Why does Joe Schmo, who fucking just pulls the fucking, who's watching the radar, you know, like yeah. the, the fucking nav fucking computer, whatever, he knows about it, but the general, the big but supreme also leader you're telling doesn't? Me. The First Order wasn't connected to the Empire. Then where the fuck did they get the Star Destroyers in the first place? Exactly. That doesn't make sense. Um, another case in point, in the opening scene, when when Kylo first goes to the next school, he has the lightsaber already out. He's ready to kill Palps. Yeah, All he's it ready takes to for go. Palpatine to say is, wait, you could be my new Vader. Just kill the girl. I'll give you the fleet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> No, Kylo should have killed the Emperor right then and there. When he just done, then he would the have, and he had the fleet to himself. Exactly, because he, he's like, nope, see, I'm the Supreme Leader, I'm controlling it. That would make sense. Or in that case, Palpatine should have told Kylo, hey, kill me so I can possess your body, so then I can kill the girl and do it and possess hers. Well, maybe, oh, he can only transfer in... I've heard people say, oh, he can only transfer into her because she's a Palpatine. It's like, but she's not really a Palpatine, she's a clone... She's the daughter did, of a clone. But how did he transfer the first time? <laughs> if it has to be a Palpatine. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. I, I, they just took too big a leaps. It's just like... Too big a leaps without, te- without explaining anything. It's just bad. It just was really bad. It's just really bad storytelling. I mean, it, final thoughts on this movie. I mean... It's bad. <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. bad. 
it it's, doesn't. It, it's not a good standalone. It's not a good ending of a trilogy. It's not a good ending of the Skywalker like, and saga. And it sucks because I hate it, and I, I know like there's the rumor going around now that they're trying to retcon this trilogy and kind of like find a way to erase it almost. You know, um, I know they're maybe trying to show little um, hints at that and. The Mandalorian, which is a fantastic show. That's the only good thing in Star Wars right now is The Mandalorian. It's a great show. Um, but a part of me is like, man, I feel like Disney's kind of has to own it. They have to own it and be like, that's the trilogy. It is. It is what it is. And we're just going to move on. Because I feel like erasing it is going to be... That's... Oh, man. It's, that, that's, even, that's a lot of pressure because then it's like, well, here's your other crack at it. You know what, though? And... What? How are if, you... if there's someone who can do it, I trust Favreau and Filoni. Yeah, but they're going to... Filoni has proved that he knows they were gonna the have source to do... material better than anyone else except for Lucas. But it's also like, okay, well, then if we're going to erase that trilogy, are we going to do the same time period, just now a different timeline? And then even if that is the case, well, then I, Harrison Ford ain't coming back. Carrie Fisher can't come back. What are we going to do with these... New, are you just going to write off the, the new characters? That might piss people off. To be honest, I I don't think you should do any more episodes 7, 8, 9. I, I, I think that that's timeline's what I'm saying. They, they that just, timeline should be done for movies. That's why like a part of me is like, they kind of have just have to own it. And I don't... My fear is that if they do try to do alternate timelines, then it's just going to open the floodgates for like, oh, we're going to do a whole bunch of shit, but just in different timelines. And it's just like... Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't want to see that because it's just... Then it's too much of like this is this and then this is that and it's just like oh my god like I just want I like Star Wars being in one we're on just one consistent timeline this is the story not this and this and this and well this happened and well this could happen well this opened a floodgate to this world and timeline it's it's like Jesus Christ this this isn't DC (laughs) yeah but I mean that's probably the direction it's going to wind up going I mean they've already opened the door with Rebels the whole world between worlds you know, saving Ahsoka from, you know, being killed by the hands of Vader. And, you know, the... the I don't think we should really get into the rumor of it, but it would kind of make sense. I, I, I trust Filoni to really... Especially with them having shows, they can explain it to in a way that it can make sense. They, they're not forced to, okay, we have to explain all this in three hours. Yeah. You know, that's the one kind of problem when it does come to the movies. They try to answer so much and jam so much into these movies, but they're not... They're, they're handcuffed by the time. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not necessary. You know. Yeah. But yeah, final thoughts. The movie sucked. It ruined the fucking tr- trilogy. And almost ruined Star Wars. Yeah, for a while, up until Mandalorian, I kind of lost my fandom for it. Yeah. Um, it, it really put a really bad taste by mouth. And It's a real slap in the face. Like, and if you like... Here's the thing. This is just our opinion. Like... I don't want anybody to listen to these podcasts and think, oh, well, this is how you have to think. Or you're we're, gonna... we're not genuine movie critics. We didn't go to film school. Yeah, we're so... just two nerds that grew up loving this stuff, and you know, we, we're invested. Right. So the issue with this... Th- 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 so if you, li- if you like this movie, that's fine. But if you do... But like the thing with Rise of Skywalker... I'm really curious on, like, what people... Like, okay, convince me that this makes sense. I dare you. You know what I mean? Make this make sense. 
the movie itself, not the novel, not the comic book. Yeah, the tie-ins. movie. The movie. Make the movie. Yeah. Judging from based with the evidence from the movie itself that was presented, you could even say Force Awakens, Last Jedi, if you really want to. Give me examples from the movies themselves that make some of these problems make sense. Yeah, uh, and that's another problem I have is for all for even for some of the stuff to make sense, they Disney put things in like the novelization that right, explained, oh Kylo and Ray's kiss wasn't out of love; it was just like a. A friend, friend. It was a friendly kiss. Oh, yep, platonic kissing is the thing. Yeah, which I'm like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, why are we getting that information in the novel? Shouldn't that novel or shouldn't that information be in the fucking movie? Or the fact that oh, Palpatine when Vader threw him down the fucking shaft of the fucking Death Star, he force projected himself to Exegol into a body of a clone. But that was in the novelization, not in the movie. But it's in the novelization, not the movie? Like, you got more of an explanation of that in the fucking book than the goddamn movie? Like, are you fucking serious? Why is it that I have to shell out extra money to read the novelization of the movie I just watched after you just, after Disney just spent yeah, millions and millions of dollars on this movie? I have to read the, I have to read the novelization. The comics. The comic book tie-ins in order to get the full story. Then I have to buy the visual dictionaries to know key important things, like, you know, just to know background reference of like this movie of, of like a scene like in Kylo's chamber, or to the, even the, even the beginning of the movie that hey that's on Mustafar. Oh yeah, that I, I was a, talking yeah just like location settings and everything. It's all explained it's like why elsewhere. why is that in the fucking the we watched that video where it said to get the full story of Rise of Skywalker you have to spend like two hundred dollars two hundred and something dollars. Fuck that! Just put it in the goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> If, I'm already this, here, and it's Star Wars. It's the fucking final one. <laughs> the the key thing to remember is like we, give me all of it. Like I, we, we deserve with, it. With these <laughs> movies. I wish that they would have when they're making these movies, the idea that hey, we need to put all th- these three by themselves. This trilogy needs to stand up by itself. You can't rely on other things to make it stand up. Like oh, you got to watch this, do this. Give me all the information I need. Tell the story in in the time allotted. It's exactly. not that hard. We had two other trilogies that did the same thing. Yeah, this movie definitely makes me appreciate the prequels a lot more. I, you know, I was very critical on a couple of the the prequel movies and certain things, but that to me felt like the prequels. I, I'm, I have, I feel like I'm a lot better with now. Yeah, the problems <laughs> the prequels are nothing compared to the problems of the sequel trilogy. No. You know, fans were being overly critical on the prequels because of CGI and, you know... Well, yeah, but I understand that. But the greater story, there was never a question. You know, there was no major inconsistencies in the original, you know, in in the prequels, in the original trilogy. There was no major inconsistencies that made you question, man, what were they... What? Do I need to read... I need to... I I want more information so I can make sense of this going on in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes to show that the original spirit and the original just love and passion of these movies was taken away. The sequel trilogy, they tried to recreate it, but with they they didn't do a good job. It wasn't properly flushed out. They didn't plan it, you know, and it's just sad. It was very sad. And, and, you know, it was just a sad answer for what Star Wars fans wanted. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, that's that's it for me. Yeah, I think I think we've ran enough about this movie. Um, yeah, we've destroyed it. Yeah, but also again too, like if you're listening this far, um, 
Thank you. Props to you. Yeah, props to you. And also, comment on our stuff. Like, if you have us on Facebook, um, comment if you, like I said, if you if you agree with this, if you agree with, if you disagree with some of the stuff that we've said, like, that's, I want to hear it. I'm open for discussions. I'm open I, will, for- I will put it out there. I want someone, you know, like how we said, using the three movies, defend this one movie. I want someone to defend Rise of Skywalker and the decisions they made without having to use outside material. I, I want to have this genuine conversation. I don't yeah. want... Well, you know, they're always going to go to Last Jedi. They're always going to reference it. Well, they had to because Ryan Johnson fucked up with yada, 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 yada. Yeah, but still, I'm talking... Just to justify the Which movie is fine, itself. which is fine. Go ahead, try that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fine. But by all means, like, yeah, if you disagree with stuff we said, if there was stuff that didn't quite make sense to you, by all means, engage back, ask us, we'll, we'll clarify, by yeah. all means. All right, well... But with that being said, I think uh, I think it's been a long enough podcast. And I think um, we've uh, covered uh, the three Disney Star Wars movies pretty well. Yeah. I think the next episode, um, episode four of Big Trouble in Apartment 18, we want to hear back from you guys. Uh, We want to answer fan questions, um, engage a little bit more, kind of go over, I guess, like the the lasting impact that these these three Disney movies had on Star Wars fans across, you know, the world, across generations, you know, just, I guess, the impact that it it made, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, with that being said, I am Tony. And I'm Jeremy. And this has been Big Trouble in Apartment 18. See ya.